Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Lodges Podcast. This is episode 19 with Betts Waller, also known as Forrest Dump, who is a partnered streamer on Mixer. He was also recently partnered with G Fuel and just has a lot of cool things going on. So I was really excited and humbled to have the opportunity to sit down and chat with him. Uh, We talk about the beginning of his streaming career, some of the sacrifices and, and jumps of faith that he took at the beginning, as well as the ups and downs he's had in his streaming career thus far, some of the highlights these had and some of the cool things that he's had the opportunity to do because of his streaming career so um it's definitely the episode that i've laughed the most during i had a really fun time recording it with him and so i hope that you guys really enjoy listening to it as well so without further ado you're about to listen to the lodges podcast Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Lodges Podcast. I am your host, Juan Rodriguez, um, joined by Betts Waller. Um, Super excited to be here on this episode. It has been a couple of weeks since we've had a guest, actually since November 18th, um, with everyone busy with the holidays and that whole sort of thing, Um, but excited to be here. And so, Betts, thank you so much, man, for for coming on. I know we were just chatting a little bit off the mic, and I'm super excited to be joined by you. Yeah, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, so, Betts, I'll give you an intro. So, for all our listeners, uh, his name is Betts Waller, also known as Forrest Dump, um, and he is a partnered streamer on Mixer, um, almost close to 100,000 followers on Mixer. So, you know, congrats to you to that for that, because that's thank super you. cool. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, Bess, I know we were just talking about this, but we got introduced and I want to give him a shout out because I feel like I wouldn't know you if it wasn't for my friendship with him and your <laughs> friendship with him. <laughs> yeah. But shout out to Oliver, Ollie. We appreciate you um, kind of like introducing one another and all that. So shout out to Ollie uh, for, for, you know, showing me your stream because like I was telling you a minute ago, about a year ago, you know, he pointed me out to your stream and he's like, yeah, my friend streams. And I think at that point you had like 30,000 followers. So you've obviously grown a lot since yeah. then. It's been crazy. I uh, I don't even expect any of my like real life friends to watch the stream. So that's pretty dope that they're they're talking about it outside uh, in, you know, different conversations and stuff. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, Oliver would always talk about it. He'd be like, yeah, you got to check out my friend. So. <laughs> <laughs> I pushed Oliver so hard to come like stream with me when I started and then <clears> – <throat> He just would never do it. I think he'd be a way better streamer than I would, 100%. I remember that. I think he's been like, yeah, my friend wants me to stream with him, but like I don't have the time. <laughs> I'm like, dude, just do it. Come on. Like, He's really good at video game, way better than I am at any video game. And he just never did it. I'm like, come on, Oliver. Now I'm calling you out in front of everybody, Ollie. We are, Oliver, if you're listening, bro. You got to start. <laughs> um, but anyways, anyways, super excited for this. Like I said, I haven't had a guest in a while, so I'm excited to have you on, um, especially because I feel like you're just doing so many cool things. And so I'm like excited to jump into it with you. But before we get started, I, I think what's always best to start the podcast episode is if you just want to give us, you know, your background story as to who you are, you know, where you're from um, and that whole sort of thing. I think it's always cool to hear people's background story. OK, um, like you said, my name's uh, Betts Waller. I go by. Forrest Dump on 
um, Mixer, where I'm a partner. I uh, I just got partnered with G Fuel yesterday, so you know you can use code Dump at checkout, save some money <laughs> off. Um, I also have one more place you can use uh, Dump. It's at MetaThreads.com. But um, outside that, like like those are like just things that I'm kind of proud of being a part of. I um, I started. Playing video games. I mean, I don't know when I, everybody has kind of like a hey, you know, this is my first get, video game I played. I never did. Like, I just always played video games. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like, I remember going to Blockbuster and stuff and renting games, but I never. I, I I don't know what my first thing was, but I've always played. I played first on the PS1, then I went to the PS2, Xbox 360, um, and then from there I have the Xbox One, and now I'm up on PC. Um, but I did that. I've always played sports growing up too. I've played pretty much every major sport, um, some form or fashion, but I, I really stuck with soccer um, from about fifth grade until I was a senior. And then I stopped playing. Um, when I got into college, I went to a community college and my first semester I got into like lifting just to kind of do something. Right. I'm a fairly small guy. And I wanted to kind of beef up, and I started lifting. And uh, I, I shortly joined uh, a gym called Cage Fit. It's in Auburn, and uh, I love it. I, I love going to like boxing class, and I do jujitsu and stuff. I haven't been in six months, but you know, I'll get back in there sometime. <laughs> and then uh, uh, during that time, during about my first year, uh, I think I joined the gym in 2015. Uh, January 2015, and then I think that – no, it wasn't then, was it? It, it would have been – I've been streaming now for two years. Okay. So I guess that was 20 – I guess it was 2018. Feels like – doesn't feel like that long ago, but I remember like I have streamed before. Um, During that time, uh, I tried Twitch out a little bit when I was younger, like mm-hmm. 17 or 18. I'm 23 now, and um, just didn't – I didn't have the right equipment. It cost a lot of money, stuff like that, to get everything I wanted. And uh, I built a PC to just play with my buddies online, and I ended up building one that could stream for me. And I streamed a little bit here and there, and then it got serious after uh, I, after I was in community college. I transferred to Auburn, um, and I literally dropped out after two days because I didn't know what I wanted to do. Wow. Okay. And, yeah, that threw me a curveball. I had no idea what I wanted to do. And I was – um just kind of getting on stream just to kind of have fun. And at that point, uh, I ended up getting a job, not going back to school until the next semester. That was in summer. And I ended up going back in January. So a whole like six months or yeah. a little bit longer than, that. and then, uh, in February, 2018, I took it serious. Like I was like, look, I, I want to make this my job. I don't want to have to go to a nine to five where I, I hate what I do. And, I uh, I want to love waking up and enjoying what I do every single day. And I started streaming consistently from like about 200 follows. Um, mm-hmm. I had, like I said, I had a little bit here and there from just streaming and having fun. Um, from about 200 follows to now uh, 98,000, I uh, I've been streaming. I've been streaming consistently almost every day, uh, every chance I can. I try to. Um, and I didn't start out like. I do now. I, I didn't have the same equipment. I didn't have any of that. I uh, I would stream probably 
couple hours, maybe three or four. And I remember four feeling like forever. Now I can sit on stream and stream for like 10 hours at least <laughs> every day. And, um, yeah, I just, I just kept streaming and streaming and streaming and, uh, try to just make this happen. And I think I've done a fairly good job so far. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. <laughs> but yeah, that's just a little bit. I, I, the biggest thing for me, like starting streaming was I wanted it to be a job because I love playing video games and I did not want to go somewhere and work where, you know, I didn't enjoy it. Like, why not make my hobby my job? And Absolutely. I just found a way to do it. I don't know. I have no idea how I'm getting the support, but, you know, people are insanely kind, uh, more than other people will give credit for right um, and it's just it's crazy no that is kind of crazy no and you know it's it's always interesting to hear i think in almost any career you know when someone's had success and done well it's always cool to hear how they got there you know kind of what their story was um so it's cool to hear for you that you just want to kind of it sounds like you just want to take control and you're like yo this is what i want to do yeah um was, and you still graduate right from huntington college yeah, is that correct i, okay. I ended up uh, I've had about three majors. Uh, when I started streaming consistently, I was still going to school. I took night classes at my community college, and then I ended up graduating from Huntington uh, through a little program that they have. I have a degree in uh, business management, and I have no idea what I'm going to use that with. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, um, that must have been busyness. You were streaming, and you were like going to classes and all that then that and then i had like not a big job i had a another job though where i used to like package tomatoes literally anybody i tell this to always makes fun of it okay but i, I used to package tomatoes like you go to a store and you see like the tomatoes on a tray with right. the saran wrap yeah. i did that like <laughs> i would do okay. that or go deliver like boxes to like restaurants and stuff so i did that and it wasn't big i, I would work maybe like eight to ten hours a week and uh that was that that's what really helped me get like the equipment and stuff um for streaming so like without that without that opportunity without the night classes right. like i couldn't have done what i've been able to do it's kind of crazy yeah so you kind of took income from that and you're like all right now i'm gonna go buy some of the stuff i need to make the stream yep. better yeah nice i remember buying like a connect as my first webcam too um interesting okay and i used that for a while and then like certain things like you know your microphone um lights green screen too it, right that all that all uh came because of the job and the people supporting me through the stream it's it was crazy that's awesome and but so once the once you started actually streaming though you you did have the pc that you said you built to just game with friends yeah. casually at first right okay yeah so that pc was just to really uh play with my buddies and now i'm looking at it over here i had to retire it uh about <laughs> two months ago because it would just poop out on me when I would try to stream. I, I couldn't stream at all. Uh, about September, October time, um, it was really, really rough. Um, and it's just sad that I, I couldn't do it. And I was so scared to buy a new PC. Not that I couldn't, but I was just scared of change and getting all my stuff over. Right. Uh, that I didn't do it for a while until I like broke down on stream one day. I was like, look, I'm buying this right now on stream. And I did. And it showed up. I haven't looked back. It's been the greatest thing ever. <laughs> That's pretty wild. You did it like on stream and stuff like that. Yeah, I was so upset. I was like, I'm not waiting anymore. That's awesome. 
No, that's really cool. I mean, hey, you know, along with hard work and all that, it's cool when you get moments like that where you get to upgrade or, or something fun like that happens. So, mm-hmm. yeah, um, that's awesome. All right. So we got the origin story of how you are now, almost like you're saying 100,000 followers. Um, and so I guess that's kind of somewhere I wanted to start is let's just chat a bit about, you know, how has that grind been? Because I think anyone that has any bit of knowledge about just social media platforms in general or anything like Twitch mix or YouTube, um, kind of understand how hard it is to grow a following of even a couple thousand on any of those platforms. So how tough has it been? And, you know, what has it taken for you to grow your streams almost a hundred thousand, which is, you know, obviously a huge accomplishment. I think, um, thank you, by the way, I I think that, um, I mean, I'm no expert in this, but I think stuff like mixer uh is very unique mixer and twitch are very unique uh with how people find your profile i think a lot i think it's a lot easier to find your profile on mixer and twitch rather than uh like getting those follows on instagram or or instagram is probably the hardest i think uh twitter would be a, a happy medium in between those two but um it it's so different because uh people can relate to you through a game or through you know your size some people seek smaller streamers some people seek you know fortnite players uh modern warfare players all that stuff mm-hmm. um and it's easy for them to find you on those you know they go to the game or if you're playing with them online they come you know hey come by the stream let's talk uh stuff like that and it's just unique um i have no idea how i've gotten this far i i know one thing that's helped me a lot um, and I try to I try to take my own advice too is uh, consistency. I want to grow my Twitter and my Insta just as much as I want to grow my Mixer, but uh, mm-hmm. the biggest thing for me was consistency with streaming. Uh, like, you know, I I made a schedule. I made sure I was streaming it, not really as much as possible, but on a consistent basis. Uh, some right. people don't like to stream seven days a week. I could do it for forever. You know, I think as long as you're just consistent with your schedule, you can get pretty far same thing with insta uh if you're posting regularly and you're using your hashtags and you're doing stuff like that you know people are gonna have more opportunity to see your stuff uh so being very consistent is huge same thing with twitter like make sure you're just talking online um right like i said i think twitter is a good happy medium between mixer and insta because you can always talk about something on Twitter. Insta is a little harder. You have to have pictures. I struggle with that yeah. the most. Like Jenny can take lots of pictures and have something to post for the next month. I have something. If I take a picture, it's rare and it's like, hey, I got to post this, you know, this week. Right. And it, it's just tough uh, with that. But consistency is so big. And I didn't realize how big it was. Same thing with like I I used to play guitar in high school. I, I want to learn how to play the keyboard, too. I keep wanting to have these goals about being a good, you know, guitar player, piano player, whatever you want to be, but I'm not putting in the work for those. Like I'm not being consistent. Mm-hmm. Like how am I supposed to get better if I'm not even trying? Um, and that's where I try to take my own advice, take my own, you know, stuff. Yeah. Realize like, look, you literally see how it works here. Why can't you apply that to different stuff? Um, yeah. But consistency is huge. It's, bigger than i thought right no definitely i completely agree with you um across whether that's mixer or other social media platforms and i think for a lot of new streamers because like i'll have 
people DM me on Instagram and it's interesting because you hear a lot of the successful streamers talk about consistency. Like the other day I saw Emad, I believe that's how you pronounce his name. I'm not sure if you're familiar with him. And, you know, he was talking about how the first couple of months he was streaming on Twitch, he spent like 14 hours a day streaming on there and that he just put in the work and the time and all that. And, you know, people want to stream for just three hours total for the whole week and want like hundreds of followers. Yeah. And um, that's not how it works. So Yeah, exactly. But, so many oh. people want uh unfortunately some so many people want a handout like right um i've even told people before like you can beg ninja and uh like ninja to keep hosting you and stuff but what are you going to do with it like it's not going to help you at all if you're streaming once every you know month that's not going to help right. you at all like if he hosts you you might benefit a little bit but you're not going to benefit might, yeah. at all like i'm going to take advantage of that like i'm going to I literally will stream 48 hours if I have to, if he hosts me or something, you know, <laughs> like I'm going to make sure that I'm putting in the work that gives me the results I'm seeking. Like if I want to be a millionaire from streaming, like I better bust my butt doing it. I, I'm not just right. going to sit here and just not do anything about it. Like you got to put in work. It's crazy. Definitely. Yeah, you got to be prepped. I mean, like you're saying, because if you're a consistent streamer and then, you know, Ninja comes along and hosts you, then you're ready for it. And like you might actually pop off a little bit from that. But I mean, like you're saying, yeah. if you're only streaming a couple of days a week and he were to host you. You know, what is that really going to really going to do for you? Um, yeah. No, definitely. I'm with you on that. Um, what do you think? And I think I might have a general idea of this, but what do you think makes your stream unique? You know, I've seen you on, you know, for those that are just hearing this for the first time may not know about bets. I see you dancing on stream. I see you acting, you know, goofy on stream. Do you think that's something that, you know, provides uniqueness to your stream? Yeah, I think what I try to tell people is I'm not selling you on the game or even gameplay. Like I'm trying to get you invested in me as a person. Like if I'm, there's a button somebody can hit in the stream and I'll sing you endless love by, Lionel Richie and Diana Ross. Like I will, I've been doing that since I started streaming and everybody knows, like if they hear that song out in the, you know, grocery store, they literally tell me, Hey, I heard endless love today. <laughs> or like some of their, like the, you know, there's right. a lot of kids and they'll know all the words to the song be, and their parents will be like, wait, what? Like, how do you know this? Like, I'm trying to sell you on me and myself. Cause I'm not very good at games. I think I'm average, um, at, most games I might can pop off in a couple things, but it's not, it, you're not going to come watch me because I'm good. Like I'm going to have fun. Like you said, I'm going to dance. Like I'm just going to, I'm going to be me and hopefully some people like watching it. Uh, cause you're not going to stick around for gameplay cause you'll never get that <laughs> or good gameplay. I should say. That's funny. No, you be, you be authentic to yourself. It sounds like, yeah. so no, I got you. I got you. Um, well, like, so like we said, you know, you're partnered on Mixer. So I thought it'd be cool to just talk a bit about, you know, how long have you been partnered on Mixer? You know, what has that experience been like? And, and obviously how have you enjoyed it? Because you get to reap great benefits from being partnered on Mixer. So it's, uh, it's been pretty cool. I started streaming. I count when I started streaming, like when I consistently started. So I'll always say I started in February, 2018. Mm -hmm. I started then, and uh, back then there were requirements to get partnered. All you had to have was 750 followers, um, and I can't remember the rest, but I just remember 750 followers. I, as soon as I hit it, 
Uh, I hit it at the end of February, I think. Uh, so like in a month, I hit it. Oh, I wow. applied, got denied. Sucked. I hated it. It was terrible. But I never got like discouraged. I always let that um that uh, rejection kind of fuel the fire. Mm-hmm. And they give you, I think, a 90-day cooldown. And at the end of the 90-day cooldown, we hit 10,000 followers. And um, wow, that was at the end of May. I applied again, and um, I got partnered in June 7th, I think, 2018. So four or five months. Um, right. We got partnered, which was crazy. It's a lot e- – it, to me personally, a lot of people might disagree, but to me personally, it's a lot easier to get partnered way back then. Uh, that doesn't mm-hmm. – I'm not knocking anybody's grind, but right, right. it just was. Like so many people do way better than I uh, than I did, and they get rejected now, and it, it sucks. But I, I was partnered then, and um, it's been really awesome. It's it, The partnership and Mixer as a whole has been uh, a slow grind. It, in real time, it feels like uh, when you go back and look at how things change on, on Mixer, they change fairly quick. But mm-hmm. when you're in it every day, it, it's kind of slow. We used to not have gifted subs. Um, we 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 didn't have a bunch of things that we have now and uh, like sparks and stuff. And, and now right. it's it's really great. But uh, I will say one thing that happened as soon as I got partnered, Mixer gave out free subs to everybody that logged in like a specific weekend. So we went crazy the first month. <laughs> we had like, I think we had like 500 or 400 something subs uh, the first month partnered. And then after that, it just died down. It was like maybe 100. Uh, it was a lot tougher. People would, if people really wanted to help out a lot, they didn't have gifted subs back then, so they would make another account and sub on it. And I was like, dude, you guys are crazy. But oh, okay. now a lot of now now a lot of things have changed and it's great. And um, you know, you see things like Shroud and Ninja, Ewok, uh, King Gathalian, all these big name people coming over, um, helping Mixer as a whole, helping Mixer partners. Um last week they just did a ninja hosted Halo tournament. So uh there's a guy on my team joking. Um stream team i should say uh he got to play in the tournament and uh he ended up making it to the finals but his team lost by one kill in halo and Aww. ninja was commentating the whole the whole thing like that's so crazy that mixer has opened up these opportunities for us streamers and partner streamers to grow like you have ninja talking about you while you're playing halo like that's insane yeah. um and it's been really cool. I really enjoy being a partner and uh, Mixer's always uh, never trying to restrict you like some other platforms might. They're always trying to make things the best for you personally. Um, mm-hmm. And it's really cool to be involved in that. Right. Yeah, no, and I mean, so a lot of things there that are exciting and cool, but going back to when you were talking about how when you started, you think that it might have been a little bit easier back then. I think, too, to your point – streaming has obviously been there for years but it was kind of you know it's obviously become more mainstream now as time has progressed the last year and a half two years so you know now if you try to like go on twitch or mixer you've just got like thousands and thousands of people trying to do the same thing and you know i think i think that can definitely be tough but even back then of course it was still tough but i get what you're saying that um you know things have progressed and changed whether that be mixer twitch or whatever um 
but yeah, how has it, how has it been having, um, you know, you have Ninja now on the platform, Ewok, Shroud, King of Thalian, like you're talking about all these other big names that Mixer has gone and now has exclusive, you know, contracts with them. I mean, for you as the user, do you like that? Is it exciting? You know, how has it had like a change of vibe on Mixer? Like, what have you thought since? And I know they've all kind of progressively happened, but like, what have your thoughts been on that? Um, I I literally remember the day it happened. Uh, it was the Fortnite, I think season ten, Fortnite season ten. I woke up at like six in the morning to download the new season and right. play it. Uh, cause I had a feature at I think eleven to twelve Central Time. I played it, had a great stream, like just so much love in the chat early on in the morning. I had a feature on the front page of Mixer at about 11.50, right before my feature was going to end, uh, 10 minutes before, they announced Ninja coming over. I was like, are you kidding me? I was going crazy. <laughs> that The rest of the day, I did not really comprehend what was going on, and um I, I was just shocked. I didn't play any more Fortnite. I just sat there and was like, what is going on? Because that was the that, – I mean that's the biggest thing in streaming news right? pretty much ever. And right. uh, I was freaking out. I was so happy, and I was like getting so upset at everybody that was kind of knocking the idea of him coming over like right. in a positive manner. I was getting so upset about people acting that way, and um, – I, I just couldn't understand it. It was it's the best thing to happen to um Mixer, I feel like. Uh and then mm. a month later you get Shroud and then King Gathalia. Like it's crazy. And they're not doing it to me. I, I don't think they're doing it in a stupid way. I think they're doing it in a very great way. Ninja's gonna play Fortnite and, you know, whatever he feels like, but mainly Fortnite. Shroud right. will not step foot in that Fortnite realm. Not that I know of, at least. I know he has before, but not anymore. Like, he's going to play Escape from Tarkov. He's going to play Call of Duty. Like, right. King of Thalian is going to play some Destiny. He's going to play all these, like, different style games, way different than those two. And it, it's really cool because uh, the directory in the Destiny 2 is shot up. Um, Escape from Tarkov is now – it probably used to have less than 100 people uh, viewing it as a game on mixer now it has like at least 500 at any point in time you look at it i would assume oh, wow. um like it, it's so great so many people have uh there's a guy that i know he i followed him the night before he got hosted by ninja after that he is now a full-time streamer like that's how much that host helped him like oh, so I, he I got have, hosted from by ninja yeah he i followed him the day before and then like the next day i was watching he got hosted by ninja and uh I, I don't know what his goals were or anything, but he's now a full-time streamer. So, like, it, it's crazy how things happen. Um, wait, and, hold know, on. I think – wait, is the kid – was it – um, what was the name of the kid that got hosted from? Was it Officer Stealth? It was, yeah. Okay, I was watching <laughs> at that same – and that kid went crazy when it hosted him. Yeah, and I, I love Officer Stealth. He's he's a really good dude. Um and yeah, it was insane. Uh, yeah, he's he's doing really great on stream now. Like him and Ninja are best buds now. It seems like he got a host from him. That's crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's really really cool. No, and I mean, because you, you think about it, and because I want to talk about this for a minute, because I think you hit a good point. When you think about, you know, 
call them heavyweights or whatever you want to call them, but you know, you have those four streamers that come over. I agree with you that when Ninja came over, I think that was huge for streaming in general, because if you think about it, that initially now has started what you want to call streaming wars, whatever you want to call it. But in my opinion, I think that helps everybody in the streaming community because exclusivity rights and things like that only provide better pay. It provides, you know, the platforms having to buy into the individuals more. And you think about it, if no one had really done that and broke kind of um, the silence, whatever you want to call it, that Twitch had as being the premier streaming site, I don't think that platforms like Mixer would now have as much opportunity as they have or whether it's Courage going to YouTube and, you know, YouTube trying to do yeah. stuff. Um, I think it helps video games, esports, stream. I think it helps it all, like in the big picture. Yeah. Um, so, and that, and that's cool. I mean, you got guys like you're saying like that to get a, a host from Ninja, yeah, which is seriously. like the most mainstream streamer out there. So, I mean, I don't even know what to do. I, I would, I would not know what to do at all. I would definitely, if I was on a 24 hour stream and he hosted me at the last second, I'd have to do another one. <laughs> like there'd be no other option. Have you been? Uh, this is this is probably an interesting question. Have you been like hoping that one day maybe you'll get a host from him? Oh, absolutely. I bet. I, uh, I, bet. I can't do anything about it, you know. But right. I'll sing him some endless love if he wants to come by. <laughs> I mean, I'll dance. I don't know if he wants to see that. Probably hey. doesn't. Probably why he hasn't done it yet. <laughs> That's funny. No, you never know. I mean, I see you, and I don't know how it works where you get where you get like on the front of Mixer as being featured, but. You've been on there a couple of times, right? Because I feel like when I've opened the app before and I look in the Fortnite category, like I'll see your stream up there. Yeah. Okay. Um. So like when Ninja actually first came over, I had a feature on the front page every day for two weeks. Uh, oh, wow. Okay. It was insane. And that helped me out a lot. But with stuff like that, it's really great and it's such a blessing. But holy crap at the trolls you'll get because all eyes are on you. You know, you go to mixer.com, you're going to be one of the first people everybody sees. Right. There's so many trolls that come with that, uh, like role that, that being on the front page mm-hmm. and it's great. Some days, some days you can get some really horrible people and it's nothing that it's nothing against mixer. It's just strictly, you know, there's just trolls, you know, no matter what yeah. you're going to do, there's going to be some trolls and, if you're just you got a lot of numbers, you know, if you got a lot of people watching you, it's going to be easier to come try to troll you because you're easier found than right. some other people. Yeah, absolutely. Not makes sense. I mean, but hey, more eyes on you, though. And, and, and I mean, that's pretty cool to be featured on there, you know, see your see your face on the front yeah. of an app or a streaming platform like that. Um, it's really nice. <laughs> I bet. Um, all right, cool. Well, so something else I want to talk about and, you know, we're going to hit on a couple of things here, but you know, you do have some merch. Um, so I just want to talk about that a bit and kind of give you a plug too, you know, in case anyone yeah. doesn't know you have merch, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you know, how long have you had the merch out? Like how long have you been doing that? And you know, is it something that you thought you would do when you first started streaming or it just kind of came along with the success you've had or, or how has that come about? You know? I don't know if I ever thought about it when I first started streaming, uh, but you're gonna look at other streams. But you, no matter what you do, you're, no matter what you do, you're gonna look up to like some sort of people or how they run their stream or something like that in that area, and you're gonna eventually see that a lot of people have merch. So mm-hmm. I wanted some as well. Um, I think we put out our first merch. Um, 
late um, summer 2018, I think, and it was very basic. Um, you know, I had the Forrest Dump logo guy. It's a you know the bearded guy with the hat, um, mm-hmm. and it just said Forrest Dump Dumpster Squad. Dumpster Squad is what we call the people that support the stream and stuff like that. And we had that out. Um, I've since got more designs and not everything's out. Not all the old stuff's out anymore, but we got new stuff. I got new logos. I'm on a new website now for my merch. Um, and we're just having fun with it. Uh, one of my buddies, uh, the magic word, he's done so much, um, graphic design for me. He's made all my new logos, overlays, all that good stuff. And he, um, he helped set up my whole store. And I think I have, three forest dump designs on the website and then we have a shrimp milk one too so if anybody's <laughs> interested in some shrimp milk merch we got you and no one really <laughs> understands that unless you like are in the stream it sounds so weird but it's just like a little trolley thing that we've started in the stream and it's uh it's been fun to see how many people just support shrimp milk i don't know it's <laughs> so it's really unique funny. to your community then it, it really is like you're not just gonna i i'd have no idea why some i would have no idea why somebody would randomly buy that like if you're not from the stream and you're just scrolling <laughs> through the website and you're buying shrimp milk merch like god bless your soul i don't know what you're doing that's funny oh. and so so wait, this is something I want to ask you at the beginning. I kind of just forgot. So let's talk about how did you the name Forrest Dump? Oh, okay. how did how, what's the origin story with that? Okay, so all my OG video game players know like if you're gonna get a name, you gotta make sure it's legit. You can't make it, you know, COD Player sixteen forty <laughs> X three. So you know that's that's an ugly name. You want to have something OG. You want to have something that looks good. And that, I mean, obviously, like, if I want you to add me, like, give me something easy. I don't want to have to write it down. Just let me remember it real quick. Right. I wanted Forrest Gump, um, you know, just like the movie. Right, uh, right. Great People, movie. a lot of people, like Oliver, all my buddies that I used to play with and still do, like, you still want those good names. I remember, like running into people that would have like just random like Snickers or random like crazy cool names. Like your name's that? Like what? That's insane. How'd you get that? I wanted that for Forrest Gump. They didn't have it. So I, you know, what rhymes with Gump? Gump. (laughs) I never really intended it for it to be funny though. Like I just, it rhymed. Like that's just, I'm so stupid that I enjoyed it rhyming. That was really it. Just Forrest Gump and that was it. That was probably back in high school, like early high school. Maybe I was a freshman or a sophomore. Okay. And yeah, I've just had that gamer tech for so long that when I was, yeah, when I was starting to stream, I just used that one, especially because Mixer uses your Xbox name too, uh, at the beginning. So it wasn't nice. hard for me. <laughs> no, that's, that's hilarious. That's, that's really funny. That that's how you came up with the name. <laughs> But hey, shout out, shout out to Forrest Gump. That's a great movie. I've always <laughs> yep. enjoyed that. I'll cry at the end, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, yeah, it's sad, you know. Like it's a great movie, but then it's just like ah. Yeah. Oh. Ah, oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Okay. Uh, 
Well, you know, you touched on this at the beginning. You know, your your cool big news, which you announced yesterday. You know, you got partnered with G Fuel. Yep. Um. So, I, and I don't even know how much of this you can like talk about the partnership or, or that whole sort of thing. But even just the moment, I mean, G Fuel is obviously extremely recognized in gaming. Um. You know, a lot of people obviously use their product. So, I, I mean, how cool was this for you, and, and how exciting was it for you to get partnered with them? It's really great. Like just for me to even have my name associated with it. I, um, when I first started streaming, uh, I had a problem a couple months into it, keeping that energy and going longer and longer. Like I said earlier, like I could do a four hour and it'd be tough. And now I can kind of do a 10 hour and it'd be fine. It was hard trying to push through those hours. I used to drink Red Bulls every day, Mm -hmm. uh, just to keep me awake through that. I never was big in energy drinks, but there I was like, you know, Hey, I got to do this. I literally was hurting so bad one day. I couldn't stand up. My bladder hurt so bad from drinking all those Red Bulls. I thought I was going to have kidney stones or something. It was the worst thing ever. And then I was like, hey, I can't do this anymore. Let's try out this G Fuel. I tried it out right about when I got partnered, and I've been drinking it almost every single stream since then. Uh, it's mm-hmm. been the best thing ever. Um, for me personally, it's got uh, it's got no sugar in it, but for me, it – allows me to keep streaming and, and just do anything with energy and not have a crash at the end, like a Red Bull or something else would, or even any other supplement. Um, I love that part about it. The best thing about G Fuel is the flavors, though. It's insane how good the flavors are. I uh, I think that's really what stuck with me. But I loved it so much. I mean, you could probably tell now, like, <laughs> kind of crazy about it. Right. I loved it so much, I started applying for it, and I got denied. And then I got denied. I got denied eight times. Oh, wow. And then my team, uh, Darkness, uh, DK, the stream team that I'm on, mm-hmm. we got partnered with it, uh, with G Fuel. And we had, like, you know, the code, everything, right. all that stuff. Like, uh, Zach, one of the guys that has helped me get on, on board with them, he, like, hooked us all up, make sure that we were extremely satisfied. And I have, I just love Zach so much. Thank you, Zach. Um, he, um, <laughs> Yeah, he hooked our team up, and then that, like, our team being hooked up led to us conversating. And now me and Zach are, are good friends, and he's helped me get on board with this. And um, if it wasn't for him, I'd be denied another eight times. Uh, but it feels good to not just kind of give up and be sad about, oh, my gosh, you know, I got denied once, twice, right. three times, eight, however many times it was. Like, I kept pushing, and I got what I wanted. And that's – I think streaming has taught me that more than anything Um uh, I'm a Discord partner as well, and they – I got denied by them the first time. I got denied by Mixer. Like I've been denied so much since I started streaming, and it has made me such a better person Right. through those rejections. Like I, I, I see them as good luck. I, I tell people I'm either going to get partnered with this company or I'm going to die. Like there's no other option. Like one of, one of those is going to happen. Right. <laughs> like it's just going to happen, but uh, yeah, it, it's just – perseverance and not giving up and just now i'm here like now now i can right. stand with them no perseverance is the word that I, the whole time he's saying that i was like it's just perseverance and persistence are, are like the words that come to my mind and the more i talk with with streamers that you know like yourself have had success and you know they tell me about things they've gone through i think that um you know, because like we were talking about earlier, you have so many people that now want to be, you know, a popular streamer on whether our Twitch makes or YouTube, whatever. And mm-hmm. I think it's great to have streamers like yourself talk about those times that 
you maybe didn't get admitted or you got denied and rejected because it's not it's not just given to, you know, and partnerships, especially with, you know, someone like G Fuel, they're not just going to hand you a partnership. So I think it's great for people like you to talk about, you know, going through that and just keep on applying and keep on pushing. And, you know, whether it's making yourself better, your stream better, um, whatever you have to do to make it happen. um, I think it's great to hear stories like that um, because I think definitely more people, especially like kids that are now getting, you know, growing up with streaming, being like a popular career option, I think is definitely important for them to, you know, hear stuff like that. Yeah. It's, um, it's crazy that like getting rejected can either like break down a person or completely drive them further. Like it, it makes you, for me, it makes me want it more. Like if you tell me that you don't want me a part of what you got going on, like, I'm going to show you why you do like you really do right. want me a part of it. Um, and yeah, like you just, it, it's so much about like that, that consistency, like consistency and perseverance has been out the roof for me, uh, since I've started streaming and I couldn't have one without having the other. It feels like, yeah. um, yeah. But, you know, it's just, you got to keep going. Yeah, keep you going. Nice. And so, so we'll give you the plug for that. So for G Fuel, what's your what's your code and the discount on that? Code dump, and you can save <laughs> D U M P D U M P dump. You can save thirty percent off from now until the end of this uh, December twenty sixth, and then after that, I'm not sure it might go down to ten. So okay. make sure you get you some G Fuel Bahama Mama Faceberry Raging Gummy Fish. Great, y'all gotta try it. That's awesome. Go snack. <laughs> right. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, nice. Well, we'll, so let's, let's transition then now. Cause I know you've got like a couple partnerships. You got a lot going on, which is why I was so excited to chat with you and just like hear about all these things. Um, so you also have a partnership with meta threads, which you spoke on lightly earlier. Um, <laughs> which for those listening and you know, best correct me if I'm wrong, but it's a gaming lifestyle clothing brand. Yeah. Um, so how did that relationship and how did that partnership begin? Um, so I, me and Jenny went to PAX South, which is coming up again. Uh, we went to it last year. Uh, it's on like third week, January. It's in San Antonio, Texas. And it's a big convention for just gaming in general. Uh, there I was, uh, that's my first convention ever. So it was my first convention as a mixer partner. There were certain things that, um, Mixer kind of set up for us to talk to other companies, MetaThreads being one of them. We just exchanged inf- information, and then I contacted them later um, once I got home after the trip, and uh, we just got hooked up with the code. Uh, I um, It's more of a, an affiliation. Um, mm-hmm. If you use the same code, code dump, you can save some off. Uh, but Jenny got me a jacket of theirs at the – uh, convention is like the coolest jacket I have. I like nothing is gonna penetrate that jacket. Like no wind, no rain, like nothing. It's crazy, and uh, it's one of my favorite things. I'm so glad she got me, and I'm so glad that like I don't want to be the type of person that I get a that I get an affiliation with the product and like don't use it. Like how right. can I tell someone like go buy this if I can't even go buy it? You know what I mean? So right. Um, I'm glad that I got that, and I can tell people like, hey, you know. This is where it's at. Get you some MetaThreads yeah. clothing and, you know, use my code or I'll come find you. 
Yeah. You know? <laughs> no, definitely. And so side note, because I don't even know if we said this at the beginning and I might have forgot. But so Jenny, who we had on <laughs> earlier as a podcast podcast guest, is Bet's girlfriend. So yes. they they date for it in case you guys are hearing us bringing up Jenny and don't know who that is. Um but okay, cool. So you kind of got that opportunity then from going to PAX and, and just kind of having some connections then it sounds like. Yeah. And, and it's really cool because I'm not, Jenny's very social. I'm, I'm very kept to myself unless I can kind of, you know, maybe work my way in somehow. I don't know. I'm just not going to be very outgoing to complete strangers. Um, right. Yeah, unless it's the right social environment. And, um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's cool that I just have that experience now. So now I know like we did a sp- a speed dating um, style meetings with partners, like literally there was, or not partners with companies, but there was like probably eight companies there, uh, Meta Threads, uh, like Beta Shades, uh, some other like bigger companies, uh, right, and stuff like that. Um, and they would send us back, and we had like a minute or two to talk to each company and exchange information. It was the weirdest thing i've ever done in my whole entire life like <laughs> hey i'm bets like or i'm forrest dump like that's also awkward too like do i introduce <laughs> myself as my name name or like my stream name that's that was awkward because that was my first convention too where i've where i've met people online yeah and it was for someone like me that doesn't like is not outgoing like that enough to like sell myself that quick um it was tough i was so scared to do it and then ended up going great but yeah it's just weird experience. That's, and so, because you just t- touched on this, so what was it for that one that you went to? You met some some people there in, in real life for the first time since like playing with them online through yeah. Mixer or streaming. Okay. Yeah, it was. Um, it, it it's really really cool. And so we've been to Pack South in San Antonio, uh, what I was just talking about, and we'll be there again next month. And then in August we went to Pax West, which is in Seattle. Mm-hmm. And that was really cool. Um, the convention in Seattle is a little bit bigger than the convention in uh, San Antonio, but um, we had so much fun. We met so many people that we knew online. It was it was like everybody was their own little celebrity kind of. Like you could see somebody <laughs> walk by, you're like, oh my god, I know who that is. And you know me, I was like, oh my god, in my head, I know who that is, but I'm not gonna say anything. You know. <laughs> um, and it was really cool. We went out at night. Well, we went to the convention. Uh, we went out at night uh, in Pack South. We ended up going to somebody's mansion that they rented out for wow. an Airbnb. It was the coolest. It was like coolest house party ever. Um, and the thing I liked about that too was like everybody's an adult. Like everybody, right. there was no tr- you didn't have to worry about any trouble like you would high school, college. Like yeah, people acting up. Like no, these are like grown people. Like they can act accordingly. Um, right, right. So like the nightlife and stuff was cool at the convention uh, at Pax South in San Antonio, Pax West. The actual convention was cooler, um, but we kind of explored the city a little bit more. We um, did a Segway tour. We did um, like a little cruise out into the the bay and came back. It was like a little hour-long cruise. It was really cool to walk around Seattle. So I, I enjoyed my time a little bit better in Seattle at PAX West, mm-hmm. um, but like it was just – I'm very excited for PAX South coming up if it's anything like last year. Yeah. Um, Cause it was just insane. No, it sounds like Seattle sounds like a cool city. Everyone like that I hear from that's visited Seattle is like, Oh, it's such a cool city. Yeah. Oh, I need to put it like on my list of cities. Cause I love traveling too. So I need to, I need to throw that on there. Seriously. And I, and the funny thing, like since you brought up like 
just I guess the word travel like it's funny to me because I I've never flown on a plane until last year until I went to Pack South. Oh wow! I've okay. never flown on a plane before, so I've never. I'm from Alabama. Uh, you know, we're like 20 minutes from Georgia, so I go there frequently. Um, you know, the beach, Florida is like four hours away, and I've been to Tennessee and I've been through Mississippi. Literally, that's it. My entire life, 23 years or 22 years living. I would have never guessed that staying inside every day playing video games would let me travel the world more than anything else. Like I, it literally let me go to Seattle. Like that's crazy. Yeah. No, preach it. Preach it for all the people that for some <laughs> reason believe that gaming and esports and streaming, you're going to sit in a dark basement and become depressed or something. I don't know, you know, but that's awesome that it's giving you opportunities to do that, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's, it's, it's wild to even, like, I was talking to Jenny the other day. I was like, we literally flew about as far as we can go in the continental U.S. Like, that's, I don't think we could go any further than Seattle, really, like staying inside the the U.S. Um, right. It, it's crazy. Um, and it's just a blessing to be able to do that and um, have those opportunities. Uh, right. To travel and whatnot. Because, like, what what other reason would I go to Seattle for? Like, I wouldn't, go, <laughs> I wouldn't just go to Seattle. Well, it's very um, rainy and cold there a lot of the time, right? Yeah. Am it, I just – okay. We went to we went in August, so like it was perfect weather. Like the first day, I, I wore a jacket, and then after that, it was literally perfect. Um, it was a little gloomy the first day, but um, the our Uber on the way home actually told us that it doesn't rain as much as like it, it's made out to be. It's just very dark and gloomy. Like I think he said Miami gets more rain, which I, I thought was pretty interesting. So I, I always thought the same thing. Like it's you know it's probably very depressing there. <laughs> No, that's really cool. No, and it's it's cool to hear about the experiences that you're given, like you're saying, um, through the career that you picked, and to hear that you know the ups and downs you've had, some of the rejections you've had, and whether it was, you know, going to Auburn, then you dropped out, and you're like, no, nah, this is what I want to do. Um, it's cool to to see it full circle, you know, mm-hmm. um, and to hear those experiences. Um, all right, nice. Well, one more partnership you know wherever you want to really wouldn't want to call it a partnership but your team darkness nation um to highlight them a bit obviously definitely want to give them a shout out and talk about them for a minute um you know how have you enjoyed that and kind of elaborate uh for any listeners you know what the team environment is or what does it mean to be a part of that team yeah so um i've been on the team i think just a little bit over a year and um i wouldn't be on it without uh the friends I've made, uh, I, there was a couple of friends that were joining groups and stuff. And I was just like, nah, I don't want to do that. And then my buddy Birdo and Kiwix, they've been like the, the best guys you could ask for in the streaming community. Uh, Kiwix is actually the owner, um, of darkness nation and he helps run it. And him and another guy like take that ownership role, uh, but he's like the best manager ever. He's got everyone's back. He just want to. He wants to make sure everybody's um, doing well. Um, you know, me and him are good friends. He asked me to come along. Me and Berto, we did. I haven't looked back. It's been great. Um, there's probably close to 20 mixer streamers on it. Okay. I, I don't know the number right on the yeah. off the top of my head, but at least about. Uh, 12 of us are partners if not more i i just can't remember right 
it, it, there's a large part. It's majority of us are, are partners on there, and it, everybody in it has hopes of being partner, and we're gonna help them get partnered, all obviously. But it's been great. I was talking the other day about being on a team um, because there's a guy in my community. He's starting up his own team, and um, he's getting people involved. And I, I told him, and I told the rest of the stream, I was like, look, I think it's a great idea. It's not like required. Like you're not gonna do bad not being on a team but like right the the people that are with you are people like on your team have the same goals as you hopefully hopefully you join a team that has those same goals right, right you can support each other you can have you have somebody to talk to um it's very easy to feel like you're lonely in this kind of thing you, you don't right. physically see anybody um in front of you um so you have some people to talk to you have some people to make connections with you know if me and you are on a team, you know, I might host you way more than I host somebody else that's I, I don't know. Um, so you can help each other like numbers wise, like right. um, stuff like that. Like the other day, um, uh, this girl on the team, her name is Goddess. We call her Keeks. She did her first ever subathon um, and she told us about it. So I was like, I know what I'm doing on was it? It was either two nights ago or last night. I was like, I know what I'm doing on this night. Like, I know who I'm hosting already. Like, I'm going to host her. I hope she has a great night. You know, like, go in there and help her stream out and make sure that uh, she's having fun on her day that she dedicated to do this. You know, like, and that's not something that you can do with a lot of people. Like, if we weren't on the same team, I might not know that she had that going on. And we're in constant talks with each other. Um, we got meetings and stuff to discuss certain things, you know, make sure we're all on the same track. And it, it's really good. I, it's not like you have to be on one, but I highly suggest being on a team or some sort of connection with people of mm -hmm. the same uh, goals and stuff and make sure you guys are working together to obtain your goals. Cause right. you work way better together than you do apart. Like it, it's just how it is. Right. No, I think you're 100% correct. I mean, especially like you're saying in something like streaming where, you know, you have your chat, but no one's physically there with you. You could definitely have like those feelings of loneliness. Um, And I've always been a team person. Like I grew up playing sports and, and basketball was always big in my life. And so I always enjoyed like the camaraderie of like being around teammates and having that sense of community and, and having others with you. Um, I, I even think like Dwayne, the rock Johnson, like last year when he won male actor of the year, whatever it was, he won a big award. And like in his acceptance speech, he talked about the fact that, you know, a lot of successful people get there because of the team they're surrounded by, or, you know, others that help bringing them up. Um, and mm -hmm. obviously in your case, like you're saying, if you're, if you're streaming, you got other people that are streaming as well, or whether you're trying to get partnered, it's so nice to have other people that are also trying to, you know, reach those goals. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, I, I completely agree with you there. Um, no, that's, that's really cool. It's cool that you guys, it seems like you have a really unique uh, community and people are part of that. So it, It's really awesome just to, like I said, with G Fuel and other things like that, that's another thing I'm just proud of being a part of is mm -hmm. the team. Um, I'm on another team, too. I forgot to mention. Um, it's a charity stream team, so I'm on two. Um, okay. Every couple months or so, I'll do a charity stream and – We'll raise money to provide kids in the hospital or patients in the hospital. It doesn't have to be kids with video games and video gaming systems. So um, I've done, I think, three uh, charity streams. And you get, like, certain things for donating. Like, you can get a custom Forrest Dump shirt with on the back is the 
Go Team Charity Stream Team logo. So uh, mm-hmm. it's called the Go Team, and it's really cool. You get that. It says for the kids on the back, and um, it's a cool way to support. There's a bunch of things. Like now there's you can get a little like Funko Pop of the streamer. Like if you donate a certain amount, like you can get a Funko Pop of me. It's really cool. <laughs> there's so many ways, though, to like um, really promote giving like that. And uh, I think either it's probably in October, me and Jenny went and delivered like hand delivered a Nintendo switch and Mario Kart uh, to a kid in Atlanta who has cystic mm-hmm. fibrosis. So the whole thing about that team is uh, I met the the owner of the team and two people that help run it in Seattle. And two of those guys have cystic fibrosis. So they know what it's like to be in the hospital uh, pretty much all their life. Uh, they know how boring it is and how like, you're just trapped there. So they help make this so these people in the hospital have something to take their mind off of being sick or being in the hospital and have like sort of an escape. And it's really cool to be a part of a be a part of a charity, but like physically be a part of it. Like we did that. Like we saw the patient. Like we saw the the kid that we gave it to. Right. Um we gave it to him. Like it's it's really cool to see that firsthand and it's um it's really awesome, and it's very eye-opening to experience that because I've never done anything like that before. Um, but That's amazing. Uh, yeah. It's just really cool. Those two teams, for sure, great. Like, so happy and so proud to be a part of those teams. Right. Absolutely. No, I, I mean, that's amazing that you, again, I mean, I feel like we keep talking about this, that, you know, your career gives you the opportunity to do something like that and to give back. Um that's just really cool to hear about. Um, I think I actually saw some of the stories you guys put up when you did the whole Nintendo Switch thing, and I thought that was yeah. pretty cool. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Uh, well, I want to talk a little bit because I know you stream Fortnite, you know, a lot as as one of your main games on stream, and you know, I myself love Fortnite as well. So I thought it'd be cool if we just chatted about that for a little bit. Um, I know you talked about like when season 10 first came out, that's when Ninja moved over. So obviously that was a couple months ago. Yeah. But let's just chat Fortnite for a minute. Um, like, what do you think of new season? You know, how do you like season 10? How did it compare to past seasons? Um, you know, have you been enjoying it on stream and all, all, the, all those sorts of things? I, um, I really, I have been enjoying it. It's, it's a lot of fun. It's definitely given me a, uh, a refreshing feeling. I will say, though, I have not been getting in as many bot lobbies as I used to, and I'm upset because I keep getting <laughs> bodied by these kids that are really good. So I want more bots in my game, and I just That's might not be landing is. in the right spots, but something's got to give, okay? That's but, uh, It's been really good. I enjoy it. Uh, one thing I might say, though, the mobility is a little limited. You get caught mm-hmm. in the storm a lot, yeah. but um, you know they're always working to do something new and i'm sure they'll they'll get something i don't think they need like jump pads or anything back but i think maybe like a land vehicle uh because i know they got the boats but they're so bad on land um you just get lasered in the water too it's like yeah it's really i mean you easy. don't even want to go in them yeah like, horrible yeah. but um i think mobility is just uh just the only problem they have really i love the map the map's great um i've been wanting a new map since like season five so right um, I think a lot I, of people enjoy the new map, like having something fresh like that. Yeah, and I, I think they're about to make some changes too. I know they're about to show Risky Reels is clearing out. They're about to show a Star Wars premiere at Risky Reels next 
whenever the 14th is, maybe next yeah. Saturday. Yeah, um, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, everybody wants their name attached to Fortnite, and I don't blame them. Um, I even got the Star Wars, uh, when that game released, the Star Wars game, I got the Star Wars uh, Stormtrooper outfit for Fortnite. Right. So, right. Um, Everyone loves that, because, I mean, we all, a lot of us grew up watching Star Wars, so... Yeah. To have that in game was like pretty unique and cool, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so let's talk. And I don't know how much you follow here, so if you don't follow, let me know. But what do you think of Fortnite competitive? Like, did you, so let's just ask. Like, do you watch any Fortnite competitive, or, or what are your thoughts on that? I don't really. Okay. Um, okay. But I watched the World Cup. I was very invested in that. We watched that on stream together. It was really cool. Um. I, I don't really care for the competitive side of things just because I'm not like that competitive. I don't do really arena or anything. Um, I do like getting together a good squad and, and having fun right? Uh, and getting competitive in that aspect, but not like the real competition. I, uh, I got you. I'm nowhere near that uh, level, but like I, I respect and I enjoy watching high level players play it. Cause I mean, I, I still want to learn, you know, right. but, um, as far as like watching like these crazy guys, not really. If I'm gonna watch somebody play, it's gonna be like Ninja, or if I go on Twitch, it's gonna be like Nick Merckx or somebody that's just like insane. Yeah. Um, not really. I'm not really into the the whole competitive thing. More just good players. Right. No, I'm with you. Like Nick Merckx is, like he's in that in between where like he's a great personality and like so much fun to watch, but he's still like decent enough at the game to where he like can, you know, compete at a decent level, you know, in the competitive, yeah. but same with Ninja, you know, um, Nick Merck seems like a cool dude. Like I want to oh be his God. best friend. <laughs> Bro, wait, are you a big Nick Merck fan? I'm not a big one, okay. but I, I enjoy him as a person. Like he just yeah. seems like the coolest dude. He seems like he has a really good heart. Like he seems like he's got a lot of good intentions and in, in all the things he does. One of the guys on the my, the DK team that I'm a part of, he lives in Michigan, I believe. And right. this summer, like Nick Merckx did that little cookout thing, and he got to go meet Nick Merckx. Like who, what, who does that? Like who, who has a who has millions of followers that just does a cookout for anybody to show up to? <laughs> like what? I heard his next one. He was talking on stream like a month ago. He said he's gonna do another one next summer. And he said he's like he teased it. He's like, so we're trying to buy out Cedar Point, like, oh my gosh, like the whole park. And Are he's you like, kidding me? Yeah, he's like, we're gonna do the M Fan Barbecue like even bigger. And so I was like, what other streamer do you know that is like <laughs> trying to buy out a theme park? You know, That's like insane. I I really hope he gets that together. Speaking of Nick Merckx, I just saw he went live. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, he um. Uh, yeah, he uh, that's crazy. Like, that's so. There's so much that like these online personalities can do now. Like, right. I thought that was insane. A, a cookout. Like, he's really about to rent out a whole theme park. Like, that's insane. And the liability and risk, because like, I mean, you know, that that could also have like negative effects. That, you know, I mean, you know, crazy people out there. So for him to even just put himself out there like that, I thought was, you know. Shout out and kudos to him. So. <laughs> oh, because you got he said he had people flying from all over the country, like different countries and stuff visiting. So I was like, that's pretty wild. That's insane. I can't even. I don't even want to imagine until I see it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, that's cool. Um, 
And so, uh, so we got sidetracked. But back to back to Fortnite. Um, <laughs> one thing I want to ask you because I think that you know you talk about your personality and the fact that you just want to go on stream and you want to have a good time. Um, I think Fortnite as a game has done a really great job of that to where you know you don't have to be crazy good at the game. It's an easy game to watch um, and just have fun on there and be who you are. So I, I guess a question I have for you is like, do you think that is something that's allowed it to become mainstream? Um, or, or, or kind of what are your thoughts on that? Um, I really don't know. Like Fortnite's brought so much like good stuff to the like, just gaming in general, and then even bigger streaming. Um, I, I'm not sure. It's it, it's brought it's brought a lot of good. It's in in most aspects in, in the bigger aspects like numbers are up. Like right, so many people are getting exposed to the streams because of how big Fortnite is and stuff. But um, I don't know. I definitely think that, you know, it didn't start the BR kind of movement, but it definitely showed how big it can be and, Mm -hmm. like, how big a free game can be. Um, I hope that it doesn't make everybody feel forced to do a BR, but I do appreciate what it's done you know i i thought that blackout on the last call of duty was really good like i hope that those two inspired the next one to be really great um i just don't want anything to feel forced there's been a lot of games to come through um and feel very forced to do a a battle royale and it just not turn out great uh there was a game that i used to play i think it was called radical heights it was really cool it's like an 80s theme kind of uh battle royale but there was like nothing there and then once everybody stopped playing i think they just shut it down um right but but yeah it's been great it's definitely brought light to gaming uh on a bigger platform and streaming on a way bigger platform but i don't know It, it it is cool too and i don't know if it's because i've been playing it so long on stream or what, but it's so much easier to play Fortnite and talk to chat more than it is play Modern Warfare and talk or play mm-hmm. this or that and talk. Like it's so much easier just to play Fortnite and talk to chat. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's always interesting to hear, you know, because I, I would just hear people sometimes say, oh, yeah, Fortnite's easier, like you're saying, kind of to stream and talk to chat compared to like a Call of Duty. Um, so cool. Um, well, before we'll, we'll start winding down here in a minute and go into the lightning round. Um, I always just kind of give everybody a chance before we go into that, you know, are there any big plans for bets come up in 2020, you know, kind of what's next for you or anything else that you want to chat about or highlight real quick um, before we start to wind things down? Um, There's nothing really planned right now. I definitely want to, you know, keep being myself and keep growing. I think more than anything, it's just about getting, a good group of good people uh, in your community. So I'm always on the lookout. If there's any good people listening, I, you know, I'd love to have you in the, in the stream. Uh, but just, yeah, just growing the community, uh, yeah. always trying to get bigger and better and stuff like that. Uh, so yeah, just on the lookout for more, more really good people. I think that's the best thing uh, that you can have. It's not always the amount it's uh, the, the quality of the people. Right. Um, I believe. That's awesome. No, that's awesome. Well, we'll go ahead and go into the Lodges Light 7, which, like I told you a little bit earlier, is just um, seven 
light questions, easy way to end this, end the podcast. Um, and so we had mentioned it. I'll go ahead and mention it again because our last guest, I think he was on like November 18th. So if you've been listening to the podcast um, and you've been catching episodes from a couple months back, I am switching the seven questions every 10 guests. And so we're now Betts is guest number 12. So he's the second one hit this deck of questions. Um, so Betts, I try to make them a little bit more, quote unquote, light. Um, so <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I hope you enjoy them. So the first question is, what is your favorite place that you have traveled to? Uh, Seattle, for sure. Nashville was close second, but Seattle was awesome. Yeah. No, it sounds like you enjoyed that one. So Yeah. Um, okay, cool. What's your favorite childhood or what was your favorite childhood TV show? Oh, I, especially with Disney Plus coming back, I have no idea. SpongeBob, <laughs> obviously up there. I used to watch a lot of like way back in the day. I used to watch Fresh Prince. I used to watch. Ooh. I remember watching like Sister Sister. That's a Raven. Yeah. Um, I don't. That's so many. Um, Wizards of Waverly Place. Like, there's so many. I can't even like give you one answer. I feel like our childhood had a lot of like OG kids shows. Like, yeah, we had a good set of them. I mean, SpongeBob's still going. Like, what are they? Yeah. I mean, what's he up to? Like, I don't even know. <laughs> Well, you responded to my tweet yesterday when I tagged that you were coming on the podcast and you responded with the, the SpongeBob. <laughs> yes. I was like, yes. I was like, I love it. <laughs> oh. oh, that's funny. All right. Question number three is what profession other than your own would you like to try? Like if you could. Oh, um, oh, that's tough. Uh, let me see. I, I would like to do something. Maybe I was I know we were talking about Nate shot. Mm -hmm. uh, something like in his realm of things i youtube would be pretty cool um i know it's yeah. very very similar to live streaming but youtube's tough like it i've is. tried it it's tough i think that that youtube I, I'd, I'd say youtube then okay. but i i would still like to get into it as well but it's tough <laughs> i got you no it is tough youtube is definitely tough um this one, so question four is, what's your favorite cereal? Oh, I might get a lot of backlash for this, but I never had Cinnamon Toast Crunch until this year. <laughs> Cinnamon Toast Crunch is so good. It is. But I, I'm not a big cereal eater. I, it's something about it messes with my stomach, and like I just don't prefer it. Um, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, I love Fruit Loops. I, I, I'll eat Fruit Loops dry out of the box. I don't care, like. They can have milk. They can't. I'm eating them regardless. So either Fruit Loops or Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Gotcha. Nice. Okay. Um, what is your biggest pet peeve? Oof. I don't know about biggest pet peeve, but um, that's tough. I feel like pet peeve. Like I don't know. I have a pet peeve until I see it happening. I and got I'm like, you. I don't like that. Right. Um, right. Maybe. Um, uh, kind of relating to the stream kind of stuff is people doing follow for follow stuff. Uh, people, yeah. wh which if that's your thing, like, I guess go for it, but I can tell you it's not going to work. Follow for follow, um, some like people just wanting to have success without putting in the work. Um, that's a good one. You know, I'm guilty of that in my own aspects 
somehow, some way, but like, right. Uh, people just coming in and be like, Hey, like follow me. Like, what did you do to deserve that? Or, Hey, like, you know, I stream an hour every six months. Like, well, how come I don't have as many <laughs> followers as you? Like, come on, dude. Right. Right. I guess those. Yeah. No, I feel you. We had a good conversation on that. So I, I could definitely see that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> All right. Who is the most influential person in your life? Oof. Um, in my life, uh, my mom is definitely a big inspiration because she's a very hard worker. Um, she works like two jobs. She's a dental hygienist. She's always working. She always make, she's always making sure like, you know, I'm good. Like I never had to convince my mom that I wanted to be a streamer. Like I had to convince my dad. That's awesome. I could, when I dropped out, like my mom was like, you know, whatever, we'll find something. Um, so she's always been there and, um, she's very hardworking. I think, um, that's kind of something I, that's definitely something I look up to her about, um, streaming wise, uh, Tim, the Tatman is a big influence to me though. Okay. I loved him. Uh, the way I run my streams are kind of similar to his. I like to open up talking to people, uh, for about an hour, sometimes an hour and a half before I jump into a game. Um, I think that's very important. And, uh, yeah, Tim's a man. I, if, if I could be like one person, uh, stream wise, it would be Tim. He's a, he's a dope dude. Tim is a stud. I'm, I'm 100% with <laughs> you. <laughs> you see, you see, get, go ahead. See what? No, go ahead. I might need to get some tattoos like him. <laughs> right. <laughs> he's got that new tattoo. Like he's finishing or he just finished that part of his chest. I think I saw the, his Instagram post last night about that. Yeah. Yeah. No, he seems like another genuine person. Like, if you're going to meet him in person, it'd be pretty cool. Me, you, Tim, and Nick, Mercs, we need to get that together. Oh, <laughs> listen, Bats, if that ever happens, I'm 100% on board. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do yeah, it. Definitely <laughs> do it. That would be fun. Um, all right, cool. And then last question that I have for you is, what is your favorite video game of all time? These are tough. Like, I don't <laughs> know. Um, I need to cut them back again. I need to go lighter. It's hard. They, they, you're, you're reminding me of stuff though. I gotta yeah. go with. I've always been a Call of Duty fan. Um, COD Five is my favorite one. World at War. Okay. Um, something about that. The zombies. Um, I never, I didn't actually have an Xbox when that game came out. Um, I played it at my buddy's house. I would literally want to go over to my buddy's house just to play that game. And then when I got it, I played COD Five. I played COD Four, MW Two, Black Ops One. All like that whole. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 4, uh, yeah. or Call of Duty uh, 4 Modern Warfare, all the way to Black Ops 1 was like such a prime time for me as a video game player. Like it was awesome. I Modern Warfare 2 came out. I literally almost flunked eighth grade because I stayed out of school so much. Like it was Bro. awesome. Um, I love all four of those. Uh, COD 5 is probably my favorite just because like my first one on the on the 360 um is there any other video games i really like uh, oh, no. fallout fallout games are fun i enjoy those but I, i've never been like very very invested in those there's a bunch of games that like i like but i can't like finish them right right not that the nukes and i was gonna note the nukes and call of duty were really addicting to get yeah, <laughs> I think that's why I like that one so much. <laughs> we had to uh, at one point the game was broken and we had to um, 
we could get into private matches lot private matches with online people like somehow we we could search a private match lobby on modern warfare 2 and we would always put it on rust because you know that's the og that's like right. the best map i remember hiding there's a little place under uh the tall ladder if you hide under it you're like completely dark it's so hard to see i had a I think it's an rpk with the silencers so i had so many bullets and oh i would hide God. there and i think that's where i got like most of my nukes was just doing that i might have only got <laughs> one who knows but like yeah i remember like that specifically every time i think of like nukes modern warfare 2 rust like i think of that memory where i was just camping and i was letting people run out in front of me and i was blasting them with my like light machine gun <laughs> that's so funny what it's funny whenever modern warfare 2 and like you know those series that you're talking about from that time period comes up i feel like for so many people that was just such a like a prime like moment in their gaming like whether it was your with your brothers your sisters your friends you know whoever it was like i feel like so many people just enjoyed um that period of time like everyone remembers that yeah. one it, it was we can't get those memories back as a sample. Oh, we like we'll, no matter what we do, we could never recreate any of that. No, I know, I know. It's it's, it's crazy. Oh, <laughs> um, all right, cool. Well, made it to the Lodge of Life Seven. Apparently, I'm still. It's it's hard picking questions for a guest. <laughs> I will say, because like in my mind, I'm like, okay, that's light, but I can understand from the guest side. It's like you got to think about it for a minute. Um, but anyways, Lodge of Life Seven with bets. Appreciate that um bets i just i just want to thank you again man i really appreciate you coming on the podcast you know sharing all the things you got going on in your life sharing y your journey and how you've gotten to where you're at right now um you know some of the rejections you faced and just continuing to push forward and, and trying to build you know a positive community and positive team of people around you i mean it was definitely really cool to hear so i appreciate it yeah thank you so much for having me it's the first time i've ever done anything like this so i am very like super excited for the future and like just how this went I, I really enjoyed being on here that's awesome i'm glad to hear um definitely want to give you a chance to shout out your socials here at the end for anyone that's listening and you know wants to check you out on mixer instagram twitter wherever yeah so if you want to come to the stream uh my stream uh, url is mixer.com uh slash forest f-o-r-r-e-s-t underscore dump d-u-m-p so mixer.com slash forest underscore dump uh my socials twitter and insta they're a little tougher uh it's at b underscore dub d-u-b-b underscore j-r uh b-dub junior and um you can follow me on twitter and insta there um i think that might be it yeah nice nice and i'll tag you for anyone listening if you follow me on socials i'll be tagging him and all this stuff so just click and follow him check out his stuff um but bets thanks again i i really enjoyed having you thank you dude you are the bomb.com <laughs> <laughs> no worries no worries um to all the listeners thank you guys uh for tuning in if you're uh, a current listener you've been checking out the podcast episode again appreciate all of you guys support for any new listeners hope you guys enjoyed this uh and we'll catch you next week for another episode of the lodges podcast What's up, guys? Thanks for listening. Please subscribe and leave us a five-star rating if you've enjoyed this. You can find us on social media at lodges underscore financial. Please go check out our social pages where you can find lots of other great content committed to gaming and esports. This is also the best place to be kept up to date with everything going on at Lodges. Thanks, and you were just listening to The Lodges Podcast.